Martin had a dream. Mm. Martin mm. had a dream. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. All my life I want money and power. Respect my mind or die from a lead shower. I pray my dick get as big as the Alpha Tower. Wow. So I can fuck the world for 72 hours. God damn, I feel oh, amazing. Damn, I'm in the Matrix. My mind is living on cloud nine and it's nine never on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Set up the Maserati and boom, boom, I'm racing, popping pills in the lobby. I pray they don't find a naked. I pray you niggas is Satan. Shooters after the Judas. Jesus Christ, I'm living on my knees, so I ain't gotta do this. That ain't right. Martin had a dream. <laughs> Martin had a dream. Martin had a dream. What's going on out there? It's B Horace, and sitting across from me is the beautiful. It's Candace P. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm alright, and this is episode 5. Episode 5. Subject to change, welcome back. Hey guys. Welcome back into it, Martin Luther King Day. I was, yes. I was thinking whether or not we should have started with Earth, Wind, and Fire or not. That's how we celebrating the black community. Okay. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Which Fire song, song. though? I don't know the one that would be like... Do you remember mm. that song? <laughs> September, but see now that's I, that song got ruined because um, Taylor Swift tried to do her version of it. Oh, I remember her version. So now when I hear that song, I think of her 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 song. I mean, and it's like I mean I I forgot about her song until you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> you just brought it. You brought it back up to me, and now I, I forgot about it. All right, but it's Martin Luther King Day. Martin, happy Martin, you know, happy Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. You know, we call Best Buy. What? I call Planet Fitness. They still open. <laughs> I still had to go to work. <laughs> you still had to go to work. What type of shit is this? Yeah, I was like, that's why I say my job isn't a real job. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you don't get off, I couldn't be Day. off. And I and I really said like I was going to take off for Martin Luther King birthday. But you did. Was it day? This is his day. It isn't his birthday today. No, his birthday was on the fifteenth. Yeah, so uh, I should have taken off, but you know. I'm half black. Oh, God. Listen. <laughs> oh, God. You know, what's crazy is, is that, you know, we always have this, uh, you know, sometimes kids have the mis- uh, misconception about Martin Luther King. Yeah, they'll definitely. Say, they'll say things like, you know, when Martin Luther King died for this mm-hmm. and Martin Luther King died for that. No. Okay. No. He was killed. Yeah, okay. he was killed. He was assassinated. He was assassinated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you got somebody who is speaking up against the system, you know, and and you know his his ideology started to change towards the end. Yeah, and you know they took him out. That's how they do. That's how they do it. Cause they won't be naming no buildings after me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, I know we talk a lot about like racism and and um like inequalities on here and stuff like that, but you know the root of racism is power, right? Okay. So when that power is threatened or that power structure is being threatened, you know, you gotta take you gotta take out the person that's threatening. It. Yeah. You know, and it's unfortunate because um. He really, nobody deserves to die like that, but, you know, especially someone in our community who was very strong and powerful and had a following, 
And it's just like now, you know, modern day, I mean, we don't have that one particular person. Like yeah. I, I see people like Andrew Gilliam, you know, um, who was running for mayor in Florida. No, mm-hmm. governor. He was running for governor. He was he did run for mayor in, in Florida. But um he he was running for the government, um, the governor's position in Florida. And, you know, you see how those type of systems that caused him not to win, um, vote votes that wasn't counted for, um Votes that were put out, um, post dated for the actual date before the election, and they didn't count those because they claimed it didn't come in in time. Yeah. You know, so certain things like those, um, examples that show you, even though we don't have a modern day Martin Luther King, when people are, um, their power is tested, they do anything to get you out of the way. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> you know, it, it's unfortunate that we can't have that leading example in in our communities without jail being threatened, you know, death or whatever, what have or, or, you. Or claiming that they like some type of charlatan. Yeah. You know, I was uh, on Instagram the other day. You know who Sean King is? Yeah. So, like, I guess some things came up where he, they were saying that he was taking money from different organizations or money that he raised. Okay. He was taking you know, and he put it out there like anybody who say this out here, I'm, I'm suing y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that uh, you know, the trust in the black community is definitely low. You know, it's hard for us to trust each other. Carter G. Woodson was talking about that. Okay. And uh, the miseducation of black people. No, the miseducation of the Negro. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how you know black people don't like other black people in charge. Because they, yeah. like, it's, it's weird, it's weird, man. I mean, you know, our community, you know, it's people out here fighting, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm fighting, you know, you're fighting, everybody is, is trying to be the positive uh, role model, you know, but it's always people, it's always Judas, it's always yeah. people trying to, trying to drag down what you're doing, and, you know, I think that Martin's dream hasn't come to the full manifestation yet. Absolutely but not. I, I think that, you know, what Barack Obama mm-hmm. has done, and I told a coworker of mine at work, what I feel like Barack Obama has done is that he made it where there's really kind of no more first anymore. Right. Right. It's no more like first African-American this, first African that. You I, know mean, what I mean, there's still titles I mean, still, that there, can be held. There's still some things, some titles that can be held, mm-hmm. held. That's true. But what I'm saying is that, you know, now that the highest office has been taken, you know, it's more on black people now to really pursue those things that they want to pursue. Yeah, and you know I think the reality of things that we can actually do, the power that we actually hold is coming to light. And um, nowadays people aren't being afraid of doing those things because you have the you have your Obamas, Michelle Obama, and you have your Barack Obama who made it, obtainable mm-hmm. you know he made it real yeah yeah for a lot of people and i know when he was in office or when he won you know president his presidency yeah um it hit a lot of people because you know 
it hit a, it, a lot of generations got to see that. Yeah. You know, my mother, my grandmother, people my who, great grandmother, yeah. you know, my great grandmother's passed, but some people have their great grandmothers. Yeah. You know, and grandfathers. So it, it's, it, it's really touching that, you know, they were able to see that in their lifetime. Yeah. Cause some people thought that would never happen. Some people thought that would never happen. You know, and it was possible because of a Martin Luther King. That's true. I believe you know? that. I was in boot camp when, uh, Barack Obama got it uh, in when he won. Mm-hmm. So that was a good feeling. Yeah. Maybe being one of maybe 10 or 15 black people. I was asleep. I went to sleep. You went to sleep. Yeah. Someone called me and was like, uh, Barack Obama won. And they were on campus. And I just heard all these people like screaming Going in crazy. the background. And I was like, oh, man, I should have went out and did something. But, you know, I didn't. It wasn't crazy in the squad bay. I remember sitting in the squad bay and like. You know, Barack Obama won, and like I said, one out of 15 black people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got some white people in there that, like, never really dealt with black people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're from different parts of America. They just look sad. And they just, they wasn't looking sad, but they was kind of <laughs> looking like, like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, why? You know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. are they so excited about this? But it was really a, a big deal. And, you know, hopefully. What's that movie? Hopefully he run again. <laughs> but he can't, right? But no, hopefully. he can't. But what's that movie Um, when... Oh my gosh, it's like, it's a black movie where it's like a black guy, he heard some good news and he just started clapping his hands and he was crying. Oh, The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. (laughs) You know, that's what I imagine, like, you, like, he's like. That's when you get that that crocodile tears coming down, that one tear, yo, it's, it's good. Speaking of Will Smith, you know Bad Boys 3 coming out. I know, I'm excited about it. You know, oh, you know what we gotta talk about? Right. So, what's, what's up with your boy Sojo, young? Okay, so how did you get Will Smith and then uh, Young Draco? <laughs> Was that a bad segue? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My bad, Young Draco. What's up? They trying to play my man, Young 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 Soldier, out here. You know, I think it's like a catch twenty two because I feel like he's playing himself mm. in midst of you know. Instead of him, because he has really good points. Like when he was, he was just um, recently on a breakfast club and he did an interview and he was saying, you know, if it wasn't for me being on YouTube, I was the first one that really made it in this hip hop industry. And I, I, I opened the, the gates for a lot of people, which I feel like he has. Yeah. And it's true. Uh, yeah. And, you know, he has it in, in his own right for some reason. The foolery that he does yeah. over over shadows, um, his musical contribution. Yeah, and yeah, you know, absolutely. like he could, he was, he could be absolutely right because I don't know that much about Soldier Boy besides you. Yeah, Soldier Boy, crank that Soldier Boy. Mm. Hey, <laughs> that, listen, I'm good. That was a, that was a hit. Everybody know that was a hit. Yeah, I mean, it was undeniable. You know. Um, and he had other ones, like, you know, he said that Drake stole his flow on one song, and which he does, you know, I can believe it, and it's clear that he did. It's ball for ball. Yeah, you know, and Drake does that. Drake did that to drum, you know, yeah. so, and there's other artists that Drake has done it to, like, if you go into the rabbit holes with YouTube, you can clearly hear that Drake stole that song. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people don't have the manpower or the money to sue to sue Drake. Did but the drum sue? 
Um, I think he settled or with he settled him. I, I'm not really sure. It kind of just like disappeared. I, I remember one time he was in an interview and someone was asking about it and he was like, well, why you didn't take any legal actions? And he was like, you know, <laughs> you know, he was like, you know, it was just, it was just my song, but I feel like he may have settled because he yeah. was so passive about it. Yeah. I know if I made a song and this nigga just took my stuff, like I would really be I'd upset. Be and I would say it every time I see that person. Like y'all, y'all know Drake took my song, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But you know, I think that he, I think he has been in the game for a long time. And I don't know what this, um, I don't know why people can't give, um, like each other their props when it's time, like when it comes down to things. You know, I know I heard a lot of people saying like, he's a clown. Nobody cares about him. But it's like, no, but you have to look at the contributions that, um, and achievements that, He's made sure some of that stuff is like falsified. Like he's uh, talking about, I got a seventy billion dollar contract. Hey, you know, he 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 he, he lied. Yeah, he lied. You know, but <laughs> it's lies. like, what? To me, what artists don't lie? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know he he embellished he embellished it a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, you know, but you gotta give him his props. I think uh, Ariana Grande actually said. That yeah, like yeah, you know, I kind of did take that flow on her Seven Ring song. I still haven't heard that song. Like you don't hear it during the verse, but mm-hmm. her course, she like da 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 da. voice and that's and you can hear pretty boy swag and it mm-hmm. just kind of like speed up a little bit. And it's like yeah, yeah. Give him you got to give him his props. Give props. I what hope he did. she's giving him his money for that. <laughs> but when that goes back to the conversation of, I don't know, I don't know if you can necessarily sue somebody for the cadence and yeah. how you say a song. Yeah. If it's a beat that you're stealing, I can see how you can get like it, it some money off if of it, that. If it's like kind of like mirrored bar for bar, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like how he said the whole tell me what's really going on. Like mm-hmm. that was Soldier Boy first. Soldier Boy did that first. But it's like, that's just like her. She has a song where she's like completely just saying Drake's lyrics, but I don't know if. See, that's a different thing. That's different. That's what's different. different? Because she, her saying Drake lyrics, like uh, LMA got mm-hmm. that shot clock song. Mm-hmm. Her saying the lyrics that you clearly know. That that is Drake's. You know what I'm saying? But, but he when, can't but, sue them for that. No, he can't sue him. He probably not going to sue him because mm-hmm. that's kind of like a, you know, I say a big verse. I'm bigging up my brother kind of scenario. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But the way that people have took taken from Soldier Boy, like Drake and Ariana Grande, the way they spin it, it doesn't sound completely like Soldier Boy. Yeah. And because he doesn't have the big machine behind him. You might hear that song and not hear Soldier Boy song. Yeah, I understand. So, I mean, but just give give him his props so he can stop going crazy. Like that's all he wants <laughs> is attention, and it's like, and that's it's a drug, really, because and and along with actual drugs, I believe that he's taken. Like I think that he is coked out the way he was on that live when that he was like having like a <laughs> Instagram fight and he was taking his coat off. He's like. Boop. Yeah, <laughs> like you shooting like fake air guns. Yeah, fake air guns over Instagram. So it's just like but you know, you know he's young. He's a young guy. Is he? His that excuse he, of him being young. He's like twenty seven now. Yeah, he's like twenty seven. 20. He's not really that young. No, not, not anymore. Not you know. Anymore. So those antics. I just think it's the chase of that the hype that he had when he first 
mm-hmm. came out. That could be it. And that, and that's probably what he's looking for, you know. And then they and then um I was listening to a podcast and they were actually saying, you know, is he trying to take the place of Takashi Six Nine since mm. he is out? And I think he just signed with um is it E Records? Okay. Um that Takashi was signed on. I think he just did a deal with that same label. So um it could be he's trying to emulate or you know start back up something that he yeah he originally was, did in the first place. Yeah, because he was trolling before Six Nine. Yeah, but Six Nine kind of took over that whole. I, I mean, but he had a big gap. You yeah. know, Soldier yeah. Boy fell off, yeah. and that's just the gist of it. But you know, it's like no, he didn't. He, he had the biggest comeback of 2018. All right? Okay, no, <laughs> <laughs> please don't start it. <laughs> But, you know, I just, you know, I think, let the music speak for itself. Yeah. You know, don't let the, let the antics stop because it's just like, to me, it's just, it's a waste of time. I understand the kids might like it. They follow it. They go on YouTube to see those lives and stuff like that or yeah. go to, you know, the gossip pages and stuff like that. But it's just like. It's just really a waste of time to yeah, me, you know, truly. get down to what what your art is. And if you're an artist and that's what you're claiming to be, be an artist. If you want to be a business mogul, you know, he got those fake ass Nintendos or whatever. Got, see, no, no, see, no, that's <laughs> no he's stop a rip off. No, I'm it's a, a rip off. That's where I'm going to stop you right there. It's, it's all, a rip off. He's being sued. I thought it was, he being sued for mm-hmm. real? Oh, no. Yeah, like Nintendo is... I, I thought he, he said he said that he wasn't being sued. He said but he that, is. If, if you type in the website um, for him, for the, if you go to try to look for the website, it redirects you to Nintendo. Oh no! So he he cure? doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Soldier Boy Game Console. Soldier Game. Soldier Game. All right. What did it say? And he said Fortnite gonna be on this next one. Like you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I don't know where it's at. Maybe like you can't even look it up anymore. They don't have it in on there anymore. There you go. Oh no. Nope. I don't even see it. Ooh. Yeah, Nintendo definitely is like redirecting it to Like no way. Yeah. Like you can't do that. Nintendo is like one of the long lasting. I mean, well, that's how he. That's how he did. You know, you know when he first came out, he used to put his name uh, under other people' records, mm-hmm. and he, like, it'll say, for instance, like uh, Fifty Cent in the club. Okay, and you click it and you click it on like LimeWire or YouTube or whatever, and then it end up playing Soldier Boy Crank that. Okay, okay, so I just typed in Soldier Game, right? Uh-huh. I'll show you. Soldier game. Mm-hmm. All right, press go on my phone. Go. What? It sends you to Nintendo. And that shit went right to Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, it's like, come on now. Like, tell me. Baby boy. What's really going on? <laughs> you know. Maybe it's a, a publicity for. He on, he on Marriage Boot Camp, right? He is on Marriage Boot Camp. So, I, along with Waka Flocka, Tammy, mm-hmm. um, Lil Mo is on there. I wish she would give it up 
Like Ooh, a little mole. Is she on that? Yeah. Like, oh, and who else is on there? And then little Fizz and his girlfriend. But it's just like I really wish. Um, and and the thing is, like, I like I liked little Mo. Yeah. Um, but with her in this reality TV, like, cause I've I've come encountered with little Mo quite a few times, like being in the hair industry. Mm. Um, and she was always like really nice and cool and composed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know little Mo. I don't know little Mo. <laughs> I don't know her personally, but I've come. You come, I, come, we've come in contact her. quite a few times. High and by. Huh? A high and by. Yeah, something like if, if like maybe twice it was like, Hey little Mo, you know, she's like, Hey girl, you look cute, whatever and it's been like that. But it ain't been like no like no, because we were at a fashion show. Um lies, lies. I never heard you say you you met no little mobile. What is there to say? <laughs> <laughs> like that's not somebody where I'm like, Oh my god, I remember the time. No, like it was passing. You know, and but like I said, you know, she she came and it was cool and everything, but it wasn't like I had like this great mass conversation with her. Yeah. But I think like I just think when those cameras cut on those antics similar to Soldier Boy come right out and it's just like to me it's like you're doing way too much and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older yeah. and I'm like becoming like this old hag and I'm like ew you're doing too much like I was just on Instagram the other day and I came across this girl's page and I'm like we're doing too much for 256 likes mm. like really <laughs> like I just you I'm know, just you gotta, like you gotta ugh. start somewhere just disgusted <laughs> with people like <laughs> People Get like, that away from me. People are something else. Yeah, like I'm about to go on like a hiatus, but it's just like they getting on my nerves. People crazy. Yeah. On Martin Luther King Day, you know they had like four murders in Baltimore. I can believe it, and it's it's truly sad, you know. Um, in Baltimore, they have like this uh, Murder Inc. Be more, I don't know the name or whatever, but it's just like. Every day, multiple times a day, yeah. they're just listing, you know, man fatally shot here, or, yeah. you know, and it's just like, get real, like, let's stop killing each other, let's stop, like, hating on each other, and that's just, and that's outside of Baltimore, but it definitely affects us more, because our murder rate is constantly increasing, and it's just, it's sick, it's like, it's 2019, Put these guns down. Yeah, you know it's not solving anything, but it's creating sorrow in our in our city, and it's affecting. It's mainly affecting the youth. Yeah, and it's just making it easier for them to turn to a gun. You know, if you don't like somebody, cool. Like back in the day, like you don't like me, I don't like you. Let's move on from it. It's either we gonna fight, yeah. or we or you don't say nothing to me, and I don't say nothing to you. Yeah. You know, and it's that's just how it was, and it's just like you know you can get hurt fighting it you know as well, but it's just like find a way to you know killing somebody is not the end of the beef, yeah, you know that's not the resort, you yeah. know, and it's just sad, and you know we have we're we're trying to raise two young black men, and it's just like it's just. It's just sick, and it's just I just never want to think about that happening. Yeah, I was having a conversation with uh, my parents, and you know, we were just saying, man, it's it's crazy outside. It's a war. It's a war out here. Yeah, you know, what I mean, you gotta be cautious about where you're going. You know what I mean? How you speak to people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because 
People are shooting people for no reason at all. For, yeah, I told you how like couple weeks ago when I was leaving my mother's house I thought these little kids were about to like jump me like, yeah. and I really feel like they were because they crossed the street and got so close to the car Yeah. Um. and it was like I w- it was like 2 o'clock in the, in, the, in the morning I was leaving my mother's house to come to you Yeah. and I was putting Graham in and I seen him at the top of the street and I'm like alright you know I'm already looking around I'm like alright let me hurry up and get Graham in here um, but by the time I got Graham in the car and got myself coming around, um, like they were like damn near at my door. Yeah. You know, and then I think if it wasn't for my little sister being at the door watching me get in. Yeah. You know, cause it was, it didn't make sense. Why would you be so close to me? Yeah. For what reason? For what you reason? know? Yeah. So, you know, and it really scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, I should not be scared of these little 15 year olds. Yeah. But it really shook me like, oh my God, like what if they got you know pulled me out the car took the car you know my son is in the back and and it's crazy so it's just like we got to make better decisions if you're close to somebody that you can try to mentor them or just speak some wisdom and these kids speak life into these kids yeah that's what it is because you know you got to speak confidence because a coward grabs a gun yeah and that's all it is like and i understand it's a doggy world doggy dog world out here but, you know, somebody has to start making changes. And, and the police department isn't going to do it. Not the police. You do know. Not, do not put, I mean, <laughs> you know, because they, 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 you know, people think I'm uh, against police. I'm a part of the resistance party. You understand? But what I'm saying is, don't, I wouldn't put my, I don't put my trust in police. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like police are an aid, if they can be. You know public service they're workers. Pub- they're public service workers. And they but need to act accordingly to that. But I don't put no... I don't think, like, police are supposed to, like, get the neighborhood together and supposed to, like, clean up the streets and stuff like that. Like, no, you that's... Should. they. I don't... I mean... I don't even put that responsibility on the police. I don't expect them to but do it. But it's the community. It's the community. It's the community that needs who live these people who live there. It's so many other factors that goes into it. Yeah. A lot of these people in the, in the community are scared to death themselves. That's true. They don't want you know that to come to their door. That's true. You know, and and and, and intimidation, witness intimidation is real. Yeah. And when you get these, like they just busted a gang. Um, that I saw here in Baltimore, and it's like when you when you have those gangs in your neighborhood. Some people, like it's one girl that I I know I used to work with. She would tell me like how really real it was. Like every time I heard about a shooting, it was around her way. Wow. And every time she's like, every time I I would ask her about it, she's like, yeah, I knew him. Mm. And my mother just called me, told me this and that. And I'm like, damn, you're surrounded by death. Yeah, and this is what you what you know. This is what you grow up with. This is what in your neighborhood. This is normal to you. I mean, you know, I think that Killer Mike Killer Mike got a new show on uh, Netflix called Trigger Warning. Right? Uh, what, what's wrong with that? <laughs> what's going on? From here? what I saw, it was real gimmicky. It was like real like you I mean, didn't like it. I I didn't like it. Like I felt like. I like the message of it, but like, I felt like it was like, it felt like I was watching like a black office. It did kind of feel like, speaking of that, you know, side note, mm-hmm. I just finished office today. Okay. Congratulations. And you know, I 
maybe I, I didn't cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you cried. But I got a little. I don't know. <laughs> you cried. I can't. I finally came. Like, cause I've been watching Office for a long time, but I never like kind of completed it. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you were supposed to wait for me. Listen, it's it, it, it's pretty, what is that? It's pretty sad. You know what I'm saying? You see Jim and Pam, their relationship. Steve came back. Did they get a divorce? Mm-mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They stick it out, man. It, it, it's a good show. I like that. Hey, if y'all watch The Office, something wrong with y'all. But listen, on Killer Mike's uh, trigger warning, he was talking about, he had this one episode where he got the Crips together. Okay. Right? And, you know, the Crips was pretty much trying to explain what they was trying to do was like, you know, we not really all gang banging and everything around here. We more like community, you know, it's like a street fraternity. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is kind of a... A euphemism for it, you know what I mean? But a street fraternity, a street fraternity, okay, right? Which you know, if we had something like that in Baltimore, right, that would be cool. But I mean, obviously, it's not like that. It's not like people getting together in the street and they like, all right, we're going to be entrepreneurs. But, but they maybe do they, have that. They they, they do have different programs where they where they have not the gangs. Not the gang, not, maybe I'm, not for gangs. I'm saying that's what we need, as far as because even in the music industry, even young young Draco, okay, is a blood alleged, so allegedly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he said he from Compton, Bompton. He said he from Bompton, right? Whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. But but you can see in the music industry, mm-hmm. right, that gangs are glorified. Yeah, right. And it, outside of what you see on World Star or whatever. On a day to day, like people living in Baltimore who deal with like I think bloods, you know what I mean? Why aren't these gangs more positive? You know what I'm saying? Because that's not cool. Because that is not. That's cool, not man. what. That's not what's glorified. That's not, what they do. that's not what they're hearing in these songs. That's not what they want to portray. Yeah. Um. You know, and I know a lot of people that are in gangs or who have been in gangs just were looking for that family unit. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the saddest part of it all because they didn't have. They were looking for protection. You know. And they had to run outside of their homes to get that or get a good meal, a free meal, meal. you know, or get some clothes on their back. So, I mean, I understand, I understand, like, why someone would go to a game, especially if they don't have that family structure. Right. And if if they're saying, we got your back no matter what, just stick with us. I mean, you know, if when you're feeling hopeless like that, you don't have many options. I mean, I I just hope that. You know, whoever, you know, that the gangs that we do have in Baltimore, because I remember telling people, uh, you know, when I was in the military and they would ask me about gangs and about the wire. Of course, everybody outside of Baltimore think that you know everything about the wire. But Mm -hmm. like, you know, they was asking about that. And I was like, well, we don't really have gangs. You know, we just have neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's sides, right? But we have gangs. But, yeah, we do have gangs, Mm -hmm. right? Gangs are are a real thing in in, in Baltimore. So it's like, okay, gang, what y'all need to be, try to be more positive. I don't know. I don't know how to get them to to it. I don't know how to, like, frame. I don't know how you can be in a gang which is already inherently negative and then make it a positive. But it's it's possible, Let me just say this. The initial start of like the Bloods and the Crips and stuff like that was, was like community. not. It was community based. Yeah. It was not about like violence and stuff like that. Yeah. When you when they added in drugs and guns and stuff like That's that, of is. course, and then territories. When you got money, 
involved and there's no infrastructure with that ha- that can control that. Yeah. So now it, it gets out of control. Yeah. But any of like the OGs that you talk to, it's not about it was never about killing you because you were your blood. Yeah, or crip. Or crip. Yeah. It was you just, know, it yeah. was like, okay, dude, you stay over here, you stay over here, and we don't cross paths like that. Yeah. Respect my lane. If they, if they, if they really were going off of respect yeah. and like the true meaning and definition of like a brotherhood or a street fraternity or whatever you want to say, then all that nonsense, they would have more control. Yeah, they would have no control of. Who, who, cause I mean, cause when you think about it, if they did have control, it wouldn't be all these random shootings. Like this man was shoveling snow yeah. up in, I think it was Park Heights or, or somewhere in Baltimore. I, I forget, but it's like, um, he was shoveling snow, 46 year old man shoveling snow shot dead in his neighborhood that he grew up in, That's crazy. you know? And he wasn't harming nobody. He wasn't doing anything, you know, who knows, who knows if, he rubbed somebody the wrong way, whatever. But it would have more structure. Yeah. When when niggas put out a hit on you, it's for a reason. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I feel like they, they be killing. They, kill they for just no killing because because you because you because you you light skin because you dark skin because you because you uh, got a black hoodie on because you got a red shirt on. Yeah, and it's like what? Yeah, that's a dumbass. You mean to kill all somebody. these? Like okay, if it's if you if you really putting the head on on somebody, that means somebody really did something serious. See, that's a, you know you you know you bring up a good point. Like I don't really have any even, you know I know this might sound kind of controversial too, but I don't really have a problem with even them doing that as far as like putting a hit and whatever or or something like that. It's only the only thing is that it's no structure, right? Those gangs don't have any structure, like and they don't have any control. They don't have no cause. They don't no have no reason. control over. If if someone is the head of the gang, then they set out the orders, right? Yeah. But, but see, the problem is everybody think they they the head. Everybody can hit. Everybody can charge. Everybody got gun. Let's go. You you shoot whoever you want to shoot. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. That's how these kids is getting killed. That's mm-hmm. how these elders are getting killed. People that don't got nothing to do with any type of gang at all. They getting mind you know sent. I don't know. Just kill. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of the word, right? They just get, <laughs> they getting killed for no reason at all. And because you, you're right. I think that the gangs don't have any structure. And they, and they just want the power. They want to be, they want to be the most powerful. But what's really the most powerful? If say gangs were socially acceptable, right? Black which they, gangs. Which they are. Which they are. Because that's what Killer Mike, and that's why Killer Mike show was good because he was talking about Hell Angels. How, okay, how let, angel, let me can, just finish my point. You can buy a Hell's Angel shirt on Amazon. But go ahead, finish your Okay. Point. So, like, if they were socially acceptable, and and then what makes it un, un, unacceptable is what? Because black and brown people have, have gangs, right? Yeah. Because the mob is a gang. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. the Irish mob is a gang. It's, it's just it's a lot. Every, every ethnicity has a gang. Yeah. yeah. So... When you think about like when the bloods, because I, I've watched several documentaries about it and I know, you know, <laughs> because, you know I, because I know <laughs> I'm an expert. I'm a, listen to me. I'm an expert. You know, when they first started out, you know, they, they catered to, they catered to the, um, the neighborhood and they, they didn't like the, the, um, police having, the control, like, cause especially like in LA where they originated, yeah. um, there was a lot of police brutality and then they wanted more control that happened into their communities. Yeah. Um, they were cleaning up the communities. They were, 
giving um food to the homeless or people less less fortunate and stuff like that so if you really want to be that type of force in your neighborhood i don't see them niggas going around picking up trash i don't see them you know having little food drives if y'all want power and those type of things you want to have a control of your community you will want to give back to your community but the ignorance is flooded within them yeah you know that all they can see is you know, and it's never explanation to why why anybody did this. We got to figure out what need to be done. You know, because I know I know of some a couple guys, you know, and girls they um they they go clean up, you know, to the community. But I feel like I'm still at odds with that too because it's like why well, am I somebody throw their chicken box out the window? Like why am I why am I am I equipping you with the tools? To clean your own community, no, or do I have to keep coming here every weekend to clean you gotta up keep your community? Coming back here. And that's not and that's because not people a, get reliable on that. That's not that's not the solution. Oh, I'm gonna throw this here so. because why? Because somebody gonna come and pick it up. Yeah, I don't think that's the solution. Especially when no, you got a no, methadone it's, clinic, it's, clinic right there at the corner. It's not. A, it's not. It's not throwing no shade on them or, or trying to you know knock down those good brothers for doing what they're doing. But you know, I, I question that though. Where's the solution? You know what I mean? What do you do? Yeah, you do that on Saturday, but what's going? On, what's happening on Monday? You know what I mean? Why yeah. not that gas station? Why that gas station attendant not cleaning up his own gas station? You know what I'm saying? Why are the people who organize the methadone clinic or the liquor store that's to. the liquor store that's right there, or the rim store that's right there, or that uh, bar that's down the corner from there? Why they not cleaning up outside? You know what I'm saying? They're not concerned about and outside that, because all their business is coming inside, and that's, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the that's where the real problem is. I'm telling you, I'm gonna redo the "I Have a Dream" speech because I got a dream too, Martin. Okay, <laughs> I got a dream too. <laughs> we got it. Got to be the dream has to be revised. I believe that it needs to be some amendments made to it. it you know, we had a different. We had a different. Can we just now. talk about amendments? <laughs> In last episode, the amendments got amendments. Yeah, okay, we, we need amendments <laughs> to this thing. <laughs> for real, I'm, I'm I'm for real about that. Well, all right. So where we at now? We at that that part of the show where we want to bring in more marital advice now. Or you yes. Wanna... Okay. okay. So what sparked my interest in it? Um, is uh. I was watching Marriage Bouquet, but I was also watching a new show that's on, um, on, it's called, um, Love and Marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the questions that was raised was deal breakers, mm-hmm. um, and non-negotiables within a relationship. Um, and I think nowadays this society, this society that we live in are getting more comfortable with embarrassing your mate. Um, on social media mm. and off of social media. Uh, so it raised a question to me. Um, would you prefer to be embarrassed out in public or behind closed doors? I mean, I guess behind closed doors, right? I mean, I would, I would prefer not at all. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, definitely in closed doors because I think now everything is such like clickbait. Like you look at like Rob Kardashian and black China and Alexis Alexis sky. Sky. It's just like, 
you guys have children. Like, not only outside of that, like, you guys are adults. You could have handled this another way. But it just raised a question in me. Like, you know, I just think that the society is definitely um, so, so used to having other people's business out on a platform. I mean, yeah, we, 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 I feel like we crave that. I think that, you know, even though we say like, oh, somebody could have handled something differently, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We never, you never really know until you're in that situation yourself. And plus, these people are on TV, you mm-hmm. know, so they, that's what they do. If, if they didn't act a fool, mm-hmm. like the way that they do, then nobody would watch them. That's true. That's true. So, do you think you have non negotiables? Like, it's just. If this happens, then you know you you definitely have to go. Um, <laughs> not with not really, right? And it doesn't have to be within this marriage and friendships or whatever. And I know a lot of people aren't married that listen to this. Um, and so it doesn't have to be necessarily just within a marriage because before marriage, I truly believe you have to have a friendship formed yeah. so um you don't have non-negotiables i mean i guess affection right no first of all <laughs> no not that one i can't use that no <laughs> what about it <laughs> i'm asking you a personal question non-negotiables um yeah i want uh my i want my wife to work that's that's a non-negotiable what I do, I think that that's a that's a big thing for me. I think that if I'm working, you need to be working. Okay, that's what I. That's what I. Think. I think if you can afford for me not to work, <laughs> that's what I think. I think that I think that the team works better, and I say the team as in the the marriage or the relationship works better when both people are individuals and they come together. When it's more of a triangle, you know what I'm saying. I well, that's not a triangle. This is like more of a square or something, but a triangle, right? Okay. Now, your diamonds in the air, you know okay. what I'm saying? When it's a triangle, I feel like you work a lot better together. I feel like when it's one person, depending on another person, it's a it's a bad relationship. It's a lopsided relationship. I mean, I understand that. Um... So that's my thing. You got to work. It got the division of labor has to be like. But equal. working is not also just because you go to a nine to five job. When I was a stay at home wife, I, I worked. You know, so it and you didn't find value in that. You wanted me to actually have a, a, a no. paycheck. Yeah, yeah, I want attached to that. But you know, I think that when when men say that, I think that they really take away from all the efforts that women or stay home dads or whoever, whoever has the problem because somebody has to do that other, no, that other work. No, Candace, and, no. you got fired first from of all, being a stay at home. First of all, no, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Did I? You got fired. No, I didn't. Because you didn't, you, a stay at home wife, right? Nothing's, okay. wrong, nothing's wrong with a stay, nothing's wrong with a stay at home wife because that is work. Taking care of a household, managing a household, uh, that's work in itself. I, I, if I'm coming home and I'm working and you don't work and I'm hungry and there's no food to eat, then there's a problem. First of all, what are you talking about? That's what, that's, that, I'm talking about 
a stay-at-home wife, not okay. doing the job of a stay-at-home but wife. But don't say that I got fired I, I'm not. because I did a great job <laughs> at being home. The you, problem, you did a good job at the being problem home. is, okay. is that you felt like you since you had the since you were going out and working, mm-hmm. you had that you had that ego in your head and that power trip that you tried to try to make it seem like if I didn't do X Y Z, then I didn't do anything at all. And that and we're not even going to go into that. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I that's your non negotiable. I do I, work and I don't work because you want me you, to work. I work because you, you want. First work. of all, let me finish. <laughs> I work is because I want to work and I don't want to be dependent on any man. So I go out Absolutely. and I make my own money. And I appreciate, okay. And I appreciate that. I pay my own bills. You pay your own way. Yes. You ain't, ain't got to even. I N D E P E N D E. I am. So that tells you without you, I'll be good. That's perfect. That's what I want. Wonderful. I don't want you to depend on me. Okay. But if I, if, but if you are a stay at home wife and, and I come home and, uh, and the house isn't clean, and I'm like, yo, I might have to fire your ass. Okay, <laughs> and that's vice versa. That's like if you that were is, home. That, that is vice versa. Yeah, right. okay. Well, right. Mm, I'm right. <laughs> anyway, so I think one of my non negotiables mm-hmm. would be um, the lack of understanding. Okay. I think it's very important that when you're in a relationship, um, that person no matter big or small, that that person respects what you're saying, um, whether if they agree with you or not, and truly try to understand your point of view rather than making excuses. I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't understand because you do that a lot. I think that... Well, this is at me. This is yeah, me. solely to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not hypothetical at I th- all. I thought I was under- pretty understanding. Uh, nigga, no. My bad. Okay. So, um... Anyway, <laughs> one of the things to have a long lasting relationship, again, it's not, this is not just for married people. This is for anybody that has a relationship is number one is affection. Um, lack of affection is one of the most common relationship killers. So you might be like, well, how can I be affectionate to my friend? Well, affections, some people don't like outward affections. It's, it's ways that you can show that you're being, you're affectionate to your friend or spouse, you know, and I think that because it shows that you're paying attention to them and you're caring about them. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people don't get that, especially as you get older and you're, um, you have single friends and stuff like that. A lot of people are are lacking that affection and you can very much give your friend that affection without it being gay or anything else. Um, Why would it be gay? Because people want to put a label on things for a man to give like a woman affection or a man to give another man affection. Uh, all right. But (laughs) (laughs) I guess, you know, if if that's that relationship thing in, can I, can I give a tip? Right, sure. a way that if you want to show your girl affection, men, all you got to do is listen. I hope you're taking notes. No, I do. This is what I do. You gotta listen. You listen because women like to talk, right? They like to talk, 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 right? When they talking, you just say, "Mm-hmm." No, it's not. Yes. No, you know yes. how you know how you actively yes. listen to a do. person. It's yes. not. You're not actively listening now. Because you're saying bullshit. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> so how you actively how you actively 
yes. listen to a person, uh-huh. you say, like, I'll say this, Brandon, I feel like you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're disregarding my feelings. True. And I would like you to make those make some changes with that because it hurts my feelings. Here's how you this act. Is how, of, this is how I respond. Here's how no, because don't be fake with the <laughs> shit. This is how you real. This is how you respond. How did I respond? I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? You're you're not even making sense. What are you talking about? How you actively listen is saying, "Babe, I hear you. You're saying." That I'm not paying attention. Right. I'm disregarding your feelings. And I don't want you to feel like so that. So you want, so you listen. Look, okay. I'm listening. Okay. I don't want you to feel like that. And I do apologize if I made you feel like that. How would you like for me? And I would do the same thing for you, mm-hmm. but you don't, you don't do that. <laughs> if you do that to me, I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. Right. But. <laughs> Me first. I got to go first. Me first. Right. Right. Because I'm the woman. (laughs) And and you say, well, how, how, how would you, how, how do you suggest that I do that? Right. And, and and you, you keep it true to however it's true to you. Yeah. But just being like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't get what you say. Oh, you, mm mm-hmm, 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 (laughs) mm-hmm. That's going to get you knocked upside your head. I'd just be like. <laughs> mm, that's right. No, you don't. You I'm be like, rolling your right. eyes. You want somebody to agree with you? No, I don't. Listen, I don't care I, if you I, agree with me. Just because I don't agree with you, don't mean that I don't love you or that I don't got no affection for well, anyway, you. So back to or that I don't understand you. I know you, you know what. Sometimes I read green. You know, I be talking to Graham and and then I sit down and I read him green eggs and ham and stuff like that. And he like, Dad, I don't understand. I said, You don't gotta. You ain't gotta get it to understand it. You feel me? What? Anyway, so um, the next tip for non-negotiable <laughs> is having empathy, being genuinely interested in how your partner feels and understands the way they see it. So that is basically being repetitive, trying to understand how this person or the person you claim you love so much how they feel and how they see things because everybody is different. What makes sense to one may may not make sense to you. Right. So, you know, if I was a boy, anyway, I would know how it hurts. Mm, Okay. So the third non-negotiable is integrity. What do you think integrity, integrity means with the non-negotiable? Yes. Um, Integrity is being honest with your partner mm-hmm. and carrying through your word. Okay, right. That's integrity. Oh, you know, I, I, integrity to me is is come down to character in your relationship because your relationship takes on a character as well, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe one day your relationship out there will take on a character and subject to change, and you'll have your own uh, podcast one day, right? But <laughs> you know. Your relationship takes on its own form. That's why it's important that the two people are two distinct individuals coming together to form one thing. Like Captain Planet. Right? But that was five people. Yeah, it doesn't until matter. They switch up on you. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But either way you gotta you know, you gotta come together and keep the character of the relationship because you're not gonna spend twenty four seven together. You're not going to be together, you know, all the time. So, you know, you have to 
you have to move about in the world. When you leave out of this door every morning, you have to go with my love. You know what I'm saying? And know that my love is covering you. You know what I'm saying? So when people see you. And and my love too. Okay. Right? It's covering you when you out there so people know that who you with. Mm Mm-hmm. So you know that they know that you mind. I think that's what integrity comes with comes with. I think that, you know, if we know that we are with each other and we wouldn't want to do anything to each other, doing something to you would be doing it to myself as well. You know, when you take on that mentality in a relationship, I don't think that it's much hard to keep integrity. Okay. Cool. That sounded good. What what you wanted me to say something else? Nope. You be on the yeah. When I say something, it's a problem. When, when you walk when out, of here, when, you, when you walk out of here with uh, swollen lip, I go to my work husband. <laughs> go to your work husband and complain to him about it. Like, listen to what this nigga did. That nigga ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. No, I don't have a work husband, but a lot of people do. Work husbands? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they do. People have. Do it. you think that's acceptable? I don't think that's acceptable, no. Why not? I mean, obviously, because, you know. It's that... another extension of your love. <laughs> no, they ain't no extension I don't know that, nigga. You know, I think that, you know, I think that it's okay for men and women to have uh, friends of the opposite sex. Okay. But I wouldn't throw on no label. If other people around you are throwing on the label, like, that's my work husband, or my work uh, wife and stuff like that, then maybe your relationship is a little too close. Definitely, and that's and it might and it might be innocent too. That's the thing; it mm-hmm. might be really innocent, but but it could be, be inappropriate. Too, it could be it inappropriate. Could be inappropriate. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where the openness um, with your partner is the last um, non-negotiable to keep to keep a, a long-lasting relationship is having that openness and tell your partner how you feel and don't let negative feelings linger or you know don't hide things from your your partner if you feel like someone is you know you're you would like a friendship with this person and as long as it's respectful I think you should be able to talk to your spouse about that friendship yeah I think so um and because you 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 know here's the thing I think that if you don't allow stuff like that to happen, I feel like it's eventually going, it might, it may, it has the potential to really like bite you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? But see, I think that you're okay with me as long as that person isn't a threat to you. I, I think, think gay. yeah, gay. Yeah, they- <laughs> I think like you're fine. If I was to be like, come home and be like, babe, this guy named uh, Toby. Toby, oh, Toby came in the office. He looks so hate, nice today. I to- Toby, from, and Toby from HR? Whoever. I, I, I fucking hate Toby. <laughs> and Toby, you know, he just, he just is so funny. And he really somebody that I, I really appreciate having at work because there's someone I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And you, if I think the first thing out your mouth would be like, is he gay? Yeah. Or whatever. And then if he's not gay, I don't think you would be cool with I'm that like, relationship. I'm like, who he dating? <laughs> Peter. Peter. Uh-huh. Peter. You talking about the? You talking Peter. about the nigga that, that uh, <laughs> grab things off the printer that ain't his, and then put them back and act like you know he ain't never touch him. Peter. 
Yes, but that's it for the show. I did want to shout out um, Gracefully Pressed. Um, if you're looking for um, Juneteenth shirts that's coming out. Yeah, they got the Black um, Collection. Yes, the Black Collection for um, what is a National Black History Month. Um, you can follow them on Facebook, Gracefully Pressed. gracefully pressed t-shirts company or you can follow them on instagram at gracefully pressed co um and they got some really slick shit on here like i can't wait to order i can't wait to get my juneteenth shirt and maybe get some type of mantra on the shirt for black history month um so definitely check that out. I'm sorry. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I mean, we got some important things coming up. Oh, if y'all haven't known, you know, you probably listening to this on iTunes right now. If you are, that's cool. But we Yay. also on iTunes right now. So, you know, we, we got some things up and coming. I hope you guys are really enjoying the show. Uh, it's Absolutely. great. Are we going to talk about uh, raping the club? No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. I think we talked about enough heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Definitely. Oh, and, 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 and more news needs to kind of come out with that. Maybe we should hang back a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe not. I'm, I don't really want to discuss that. So I can't make a joke? Not, not at all. Okay. It's anyway. not a joke. Which is not... All right, let's leave it alone. Anyway, (laughs) definitely, you guys, um, we're definitely, like um, Brandon said, we're definitely on iTunes. It's a lot easier to interact with us um, by liking, subscribing. Um, It's definitely in the uh, description. It's subject to change podcast. And then you'll see our cute little picture and see all our episodes. So definitely go follow there if you're listening. And then we will be bringing you other platforms to listen to sometime soon. And uh, thanks for listening. All right, y'all. Peace.